0: My guest today is CEO at Spearhead Management and owner of his own successful consultancy firm under his own name. JD is an author, researcher, lecturer, and speaker on cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, blockchain, industrial automation, IoT and startup advisory board member and brand ambassador for various startups and corporations. Recent publications by JD include a Manifesto on Protecting Factories and Infrastructure from Cyber Threats, an Internet Safety for Kids blog, and an upcoming book entitled Cybersecurity for Road Warriors and Couch Potatoes. JD,
1: what keeps you up at night? Well, thank you for asking, uh, Scott. Basically, there are two things that keep me up at night. First, as a father of two wonderful children, I'm concerned about all those kids using the internet for all the wonderful things they found and exploring in their open way like they always do without really understanding the risks. And now as a parent myself, and I'm even an expert uh, on the cybersecurity topics, I have problems explaining to my own children what to do, what not to do, what what is different, what is risky. Um, What are the dangers? Because they do things entirely different than I do. They have entirely different interests for the internet. So um, it keeps me up at night when I already have issues explaining it to the kids and I basically know what the risks are. How is that gonna work out for all the parents and the teachers who are not into the field of cybersecurity and still have to deal with the kids using the internet because they do they do use internet and they explore it in fantastic open-minded ways unfortunately and we all have that experience not everybody in- on the internet is a good guy not every app on the internet is a good app right so that keeps me up at night and that's what i've been working on in the last five years building a program to help parents and teachers explain it and we continue to learn more and the coolest thing is we learn from the kids because they tell us exactly i did understand that but also i have no clue what you're talking about and in the other direction uh, scott we have the industrial legacy 80 percent of the industrial capacity we use today and we depend on to build all the things that we need the cars uh, the equipment 80% 80% of that industrial capacity wasn't built in this century. It's 18 years old, it's 20, 30, 40 years old and that's by design. They are built to last long long time. When you look at when you look at a production line of a car that's built and after 6, 7 years new platform comes up, they're not going to build a new production line. They're just going to update some parts. If you look at a pipeline that's built for 20 years, minimum because that's a very high investment. And stuck away in those um, in, in those industrial equipment are controls. PLCs, industrial controllers, industrial PLCs, uh, industrial PCs. And they're hooked up to a network to collect some data. So the MES is collecting data from the plant floor data collection, and the ERP is collecting data from, from the MES but not with a security design. That was never part of the equation because all those problems and risks didn't exist in the previous century. They're still there and they're still connected. And on top of the famous connectivity, we have interconnectivity, things connected to a couple of other ones and and providing important information and important data. and, And we automate stuff and we make life easier for the people working in the factories and in the plants. That's great. But still, no, security by design. And that keeps me up at night. Because what we still see is that most companies have this philosophy that it's okay as long as it it is behind the firewall. Now, we all know the firewall is a single line of defense. And we can write books, the two of us, about how... to fool that firewall and it can be as simple as an encrypted connection between something within the network and something outside of the network and the firewall is put out of play but still the security of those factories is based on a firewall protecting the production network from the internet now from my vantage point and I think you have the same experience it's not a question if it's going to happen it's just a matter of when it is going to happen. And that keeps me up at night because the maintenance people and the technician who make sure that that machine is running as long as we need and when we need it are not the experts for the security of the infrastructure. But they are responsible for the maintenance of the machines. So they lack this vision that you and I have about all the things that could go wrong and what we can do against it. It's not their field of expertise. So that is what keeps me awake at night.
0: Well, JD, those are some brilliant points. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Hey, hey, JD, how, how can our viewers find out a little bit more about you, some of the things that you're doing? Could you share some of that with us?
1: Well, um, I'm best um, uh, reached at Twitter, of course, uh, Dr. J. Drohaag. Um, it's, my, it's my handle. Uh, people can always look at my website, johannesdrohaag.com. There's a special section for uh the manifesto for the for the industrial legacy i call it back to the future cybersecurity, because i want us to bring that industrial legacy and some of it we will have for at least another decade into the future of being protected against the cyber threats there's a section for internet for kids and there will be in the coming month a fantastic update of the videos we have for that program um I'm also on LinkedIn under the same name, Johannes Drooghaag. It's best to spell it because (laughs) it's difficult. Uh, Sorry, unless you're Dutch.
0: Thank you again so much for being on there, JT.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you very much.